She looks down at her knees. I have taken the insect away, but left a chalk outline, the same as cliché activists leave behind. I do see the tea of the squeegee as a shade, and I decide that, except for this woman breaking pissed tears on her cheek, things are very... this happens all the time now. I do put the tea shadow and the R insect aside, in case today is a special word as well. She cranes back to see the pump through the rear passenger window. She pretends to read it, and looks to me for the number she has just pretended to read. Thirty-two. She acts pleased and gives me two twenties. As her Corolla leaves the lot, the rear drops and bounces up. I always watch for this. I'm not sure why. The car turns and sits at the red light. This is one of my favorite things. Cashtown Corners is an intersection at the bottom of a small but deep basin. You drop to get here when you climb to leave. It's a very descriptive place to be, and most of the time there is no one here but me. I have sat and watched lights turn red, then green, then orange, then red, then green, then orange, then red, then green, then orange, and on and on, without a single car or truck or person to see it. She sits at the red light, as dumb as the air around her, and waits. I watch, and I am the air around her now. The light turned green. It doesn't just turn green. A chuck of darkness drops in the way of the red, and the green rises. These are the moments I watch. I want to see their character. The car will not move instantly. It will sit for a moment and then move. In that second, I look for what the car says. Each car that accepts a color and acts does so in the form of talking. These are some that I have heard. Oh, I was going to go now anyway, so thanks for reminding me. And, thank heavens, it's time to go. And, I'm not sure, I should look, but you know. And, I have only ever glanced at you to see if we agree on things. The woman in the silver Corolla sits for a while at the green. I always enjoy this kind. She sits in front of the green light and doesn't move. No car but hers for as far as the eye can see. I step from my booth and walk toward her. It's so weird because I don't really have an expectation, but because she is not moved on a green, and we sit at the bottom of an empty dirt and gravel satellite dish in the country, we can experiment with the basic assumptions. As I approach her car, I see what she is doing. She is applying makeup or something. Some light thing at the front of her face. She sees me coming and stops. I stop. Here we are like two long shadows, minute hands and our hands cutting into a black and white city. I lift my arm and point to the green light. She is going to play this a little different than you or I might. Roll down the window. Don't roll down the window. Put the mascara away to talk to the man or just wave with it. Smile face or cry face? She has opted for cry face and wave at the man. I turn my point into an upturned hand and the light goes green to orange. The light goes green to orange. The light goes green to orange. I am not a sentimental man. I am not a particularly empathetic man. But the light has gone from green to orange, and she waits. 
but the light has been green, and now it has gone. That particular interval of green that had been waiting in a throat like the only word ever spoken, the only word that had a hope of pushing aside the tongue, of treating the meat of the mouth to a brief second of real dancing. And she sat, while the mouth crashed like a stricken child, and while the ear of these corners, the ears themselves, sharp and perfectly cut to match and vanish, she sat and made her little cry face at me while the ears disappeared. She doesn't expect me to open her door, and let me set this up properly for you. A lone car sits at a perfectly good intersection in the bottom of a basin. A man has left his booth on the lot where she has just bought gas. The man approaches her car and points. She looks annoyed and a little surprised. He then walks up to her vehicle.